years long and prosperous. I was going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Lilu Dallas Multipass. Shut up and take my money. By Grabthar's hammer. <laughs> what a saving. One does not simply walk into Mordor. X never, ever marks the spot. Until he's coming. You're a wizard, Harry. Stay a while and listen. Hey, old Kermit. Frog here. ties are cool. So say we all. This is a play, play on nerds. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 134 of A Play on Nerds, and this week we have a mystery episode. Ooh. What are we going to talk about in our feature? We don't know until you get to the feature segments, you have to keep listening. And I am Jarman, and this is my co-host. Steve, I'm the other guy, of and we're over, here to co-host the hell out of this. We've been doing this for four to five years, something like that. I think we're coming up on five. That's crazy. That is simply crazy. That's right. Ugh. So uh, what have you been up to since our last recording, Steve? Uh, I don't know. Just working stuff. <laughs> I've been walking a lot. That's great. So that's been good. This past weekend, I think we did like 6.8 miles on one day and 7 point something on the other. Nice. That's yeah. a lot of walking. Yeah. I mean, that's how you get, that's how you get trim. I've been walking with the, uh, the baby in tow. Uh, she is still in the stroller. She's just not at the point where she can walk for like that long of a distance yet. Right. You know, she's still a little kid. She can walk for like a mile or mile and a half. But when we want to do, you know, four or five miles, that's a lot. Yeah. It's just, it's just not feasible for, for a kid her age quite yet, but we'll sense. get her there. Yeah. But she's coming along. So with she you gets to ride. Point. Yeah. She gets to ride and see things. And most of our walks are by the trains, So she gets to see the trains and wave to the train. Oh, she gets really nice. excited. Very nice. So yeah, there's not not much going on. Pretty, pretty slow, pretty week. low key. I, I will say. I the mean, same we're leading thing. up to the holidays, and yeah. so you know, it's the big breath before the storm. Oh, there's going to be a storm. Oh boy, and it's going to be filled with mashed taters. Mashed taters. Are you seeing so family what, for the holidays? Yeah, we're going to go up to Anna's mom's place. Uh, what started out as a nice small Thanksgiving has since blossomed into. Just a cornucopia of family. Oh, lots of family. Uh, it was originally going to be at Anna's mother, Anna, myself, and the kid, uh, because one of the brothers, his wife's family is in town, and they were going to do big Thanksgiving, so we sort of assumed they were going to be with them. And the other brother uh, is a firefighter captain up north, and he invited families to come and do stuff there, so we just sort of assumed they were going to be up there with him. And so it was just going to be a small one. And then suddenly, you know, the one brother's coming because their family's eating late and the other brother's wife and kids are coming and he's going to stay up. So all of a sudden it's like, it's like six adults and eight wow. children. That's right, a big right. thing. It's just right. right. It, it went from being something like controlled to like just chaos, which is fine. It just means I got to buy more stuff. And that's going to be all for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Damn. That's going to be a big one. But I'm making a new recipe this year. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted like good baked gooey mac and cheese mm-hmm. at my holidays, and I've never had it. And that, you know, I said this year I'm just gonna do something about it from scratch. Yeah, I'm gonna make from scratch gooey, awesome baked mac and cheese. I gotta say, I have an Instapot, and mm-hmm. I've made mac and cheese in the Instapot twice, and it's been wonderful. So I highly okay. recommend that getting that purchase somewhere down the line. Oh, we have one. 
Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, yeah. We've been doing tons of meal prep in it. We love it. Yeah, there's, it's great for mac and cheese. I also recommend it for that. It's really good. Okay, I'll have to get a recipe. Yeah, and it, it comes out fresh, and like the noodles are al dente, and it's just, it's wonderful. It's great. Okay. <laughs> so what what do you got going on? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, just a, a small uh, Thanksgiving with the family. I my, my mom, my stepdad, my aunt and uncle, and my cousin, and that's it. And uh, all here in uh, Winter Park, Florida, which is right next to Orlando, Florida. So just a dinner and a movie. We're going to go see Knives Out, which we have reviewed, okay. I think, on this podcast. The trailer. We reviews the trailer, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. We're going to see that with the family. It's going to be an interesting family film, but it's it's a well, murder good. mystery. You know, it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, and it looks kind of lighthearted and fun, so. Yeah, not like gory or too violent or anything, so I think it'd be fine. You hope not. Maybe they're just hiding it. <laughs> Maybe. But my cousins, she's uh, she's like 19, so it's, it's fine. She can see those movies. <laughs> she can handle it. She can handle she's it. She's a man. She's a man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> she's a lady. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, that'll be great. And uh, as far as last week, same kind of thing, just working. And uh, I've had the girlfriend over and it's been great because we both are trying to save money. So we've gone to a couple of happy hours uh, and just kind of relaxing, watching Netflix at home, uh, some Downton Abbey, some Queer Eye, which I, I love that show so much. It's great. Uh, every toxic male needs to watch that show and learn how to be <laughs> a real man. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. It's been a good week. Um, but we should jump right into it to some nerdy news, perhaps. I'm waiting for the sound cue. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's time for nerdy news. All right, what you got for us, Steve? All right, this week on nerdy news, the University of Maryland School of Medicine. A team has successfully put the first patient into a suspended animation state. Really? In a FDA-approved trial. Um, the procedure is called Emergency Preservative uh, Preservation and Resuscitation, or EPR for short, and it's aimed at a very specific victim type, and that's acute trauma, um, people whose heart have stopped. So a lot of gunshots, stab wounds, car crash victims. Yikes. Um, so through the EPR process, they flush the body with super cold saline and they bring the body down to 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. And then once they get the body down to that temperature, that starts at a clock and that's a two hour window where surgeons have time to get in, make the repairs they need to do without worrying about the person bleeding out uh-huh. before they have to replace the blood, retransfuse and warm the body up. But they have established a two-hour window where hmm. someone is in a suspended state. Fascinating. And the first, the first patient fully survived the procedure. That's awesome. That's things yeah. of science fiction right there. Yeah, and they said, you, you know, uh, there's a lot of sci-fi par- parallels being drawn, but the sign, one of the scientists said, look, we're not talking about sending people to Mars. We're looking at, at buying doctors' time. Right, for people to actually survive for a couple hours, not... Um, years right but give give doctors hours instead of minutes that's great yeah so that's from the university of maryland school of medicine beautiful uh my story is uh scientists believe that alien life could exist on 90 percent of earth-sized planets now this is from uh, an article i found on mysterious universe my favorite podcast and websites for great 
uh, paranormal and strange news, um, but this is uh, an actual study from the uh, American Georgia Institute of Technology, and they published this in the Astrophysical Journal. So it's a it's real real science here, folks. Um, but basically, what they've discovered is that we've we found a lot of planets that are Earth like throughout uh, right. with our new technology we found planets that are probably earth-like in their structure uh their distance from the sun so they could sustain life um but the newest thing they found is that tilt matters uh as you circle circle your sun or your your stars or star because uh there's both uh you your tilt is very important because mars it didn't. It might not have had this tilt all along, but the tilt it has now is the cause of why it can't really sustain life. Uh, the tilt moves too much. It's too erratic. It can't sustain life over a long period of time. But they found that this tilt uh, in other planets that are able to study and actually look at them and see that up to 90% of planets that are we've discovered that are Earth-like have the correct tilt to actually sustain life over a long period of time Okay. because of the temperature that they would sustain. Um, and they found that also we are very, a very rare situation in our, our solar system because we have one star and most of the two star solar systems, like you would see in star Wars. So with the two stars mm-hmm. over Tatooine, Tatooine, yeah, yeah, those are actually more stable because the, the gravitational pull of those two stars will actually keep the tilt more steady of these earth-like planets that are uh, that right distance in the Goldilocks zone. Uh, so two stars Whenever we see that in a solar system, that's actually more likely that they have alien life on them that's, that's survived over millennia. Um, wow. So it's fascinating. Um, and we have no way of getting to these places or communicating with them, but they probably have life of some sort on 90% of those planets that we've discovered, which is pretty damn cool. Well, that's spectacular. Yeah. It's, it's oh, cool. No more ghosts, just real we'll science. never get there. <laughs> but, you know, it's nice to know. Yeah. Eventually we'll get there somehow. Maybe. Maybe. So before we get into our mystery topic, I'm going to do a game mm. that I have quickly titled Who Dat? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and what I'm going to do is over the, uh, a lot of your favorite celebrities go by names that aren't their real names. In some cases, you know it. You know, a lot of rappers clearly were not born with the names that they have. ASAP Rocky. Uh, right. Uh <laughs> Other examples. I don't have any others. Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West. <laughs> uh, P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Snoop Dogg. You Snoopy? <laughs> Snoopy. Um, so they weren't born with these names, and a lot of celebrities have done this, and some of them are really surprising, and celebrities that you know who changed their names without you even knowing it. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Jarman a name. All right. And he's going to have to give me the celebrity that you all know. Now, in every single one of these, at least some part of the original name was kept, altered, or is otherwise involved in the final name. Good to know. Okay. I'm also going to tell you what kind of category they fall into. Thank you for that. All right. Are you ready to play Who Dat? Let's play Who Dat. All right. Melissa Arnett Elliott. Hmm. I'm going to say Melissa McCarthy. No. Oh, and sorry, I didn't give you the type. That's a free point because oh, I didn't give you the okay. type. The famous musician. Oh. Take another guess. Melissa Arnett Elliott. Melissa Arnett Elliott. Um, what's the, the, the lesbian uh, singer's name? 
I don't. I can't help you. Come to my window. Isn't she Melissa something? I don't know. Well, then I don't know. (laughs) It's Missy Elliott. Oh, Missy Elliott. Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. So definitely not the lesbian folk singer. (laughs) No, I didn't know who you were talking about. Are you talking about Tracy Chapman? No. Come to my window. You know that song? Yeah. Love. (laughs) Melissa McCarthy, right? (laughs) No. Definitely not. Did I miss that? Okay. Uh, no, no point. Yeah, you got no the point wrong. That one, except for the yeah. free point that you, you got. You, you lost a point. You lost a point in your I own game. I lost a point. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. Christopher Catsby Harrington. Category. He is a famous actor. Say the name again. Christopher Christopher Catsby Harrington. Christopher Catsby Harrington. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. No, it is Kit Harrington. Oh, damn. All right. Chris, Christopher Kit. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, Game of Thrones fame. There you go. All right. This next one is a famous musician. Alicia Augello Cook. Um, Alicia Keys. That is correct. Woo. <laughs> Got one. All right. Netta Lee Hirschlog. Oh, Natalie Hirschlog. Natalie Hirschlog. God. Uh, Ruth Nega? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, Natalie Portman. Oh, what is her full name? Netta Lee Hirschlog. Wow. Netta hyphen Lee. Netta Lee. That's a weird name. I get why she changed it. Yeah. All right. This next one, another famous actress. Laura Jean Reese. Laura Jean Reese. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. That is correct. Whoa, I just totally guessed. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Another famous actress. A lot of famous actresses have changed their names. And Witherspoon. Uh, Why would she choose Witherspoon? Of all things. I don't know. Maybe she wanted to sound British. I guess. Weird. Uh, all right. Uh, Olivia Jane Cockburn. Um, famous actress Olivia Munn. No, Olivia Wilde. Oh, it's one of the Olivias. Okay, <clears throat> Olivia Jane Cockburn. Huh. All right. Catherine Elizabeth Hudson, famous musician. Um. Oh. Um. Uh, she sang the song from uh, that Motown movie. Uh. Uh. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, fuck. Uh, black singer. Are oh, you thinking about Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer Hudson is what I was thinking. Yes. That, that's your guess. Yeah. It's I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> yeah. If I had to think of it, then you're wrong. It's Katy Perry. What's her full name? Katy Perry. Uh, Catherine Elizabeth Hudson. Wow. Yeah. I got that wrong. <laughs> Not Jennifer Hudson. All right. Sherilyn Sarkissian. Famous musician slash actress. Shara Lynn. Shara Lynn Sarkissian. Famous actress and singer. Musician, actress, yeah. Oh, wow. Singer, actress. I'll give you that. Mandy Moore. <laughs> no, uh, that is, is Cher. Oh. Shara Lynn. Wow. Sarkissian. That's a weird name. Okay, this one's, this one's real good. All right. All right. Famous actress, 
Margaret Mary Emily Ann Hira. Margaret Mary Emily Ann Hira. This is Anne Hathaway. No, Meg Ryan. <laughs> wow. She made a good choice there. That was much easier to uh, think about. Uh, famous actor, writer, director. Okay. Ready? Alan Stewart Konigsberg. Actor, writer, director. Uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen is correct. Yes. <laughs> All right, so this this final one is worth three points because oh. it is in no way connected to the name of the celebrity. Okay. All right, famous musician Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. Oh my God, that sounds really Gordon familiar. Matthew Thomas Sumner, famous musician. Hmm. I kind of want to go with um. What's the guy who's the New Jersey guy? Um, um, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, I'm either going with Paul Simon or Bruce Springsteen. Okay, which one? <laughs> Paul Simon. No, it is Sting. Oh, what is his name again? Say it one more time. Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. <laughs> wow. So you don't get three points. But I think in the end you got four and a half points. Something like that. Not bad. Who cares? Some random guesses. We're not not keeping track, but you did great. Where the points don't matter. (laughs) That's right. So that was who dat? Who dat? (laughs) All right. So we don't have any music either for our feature segment because it's a mystery. Mystery. What's happening? So basically, Steve and I have had a conversation about a couple conversations, several conversations where this where this podcast is going. And what we want to do with it. And Steve and I, I, I don't think either of us want to stop podcasting together. No. No, we don't want to do that. But but we've been doing this format for, as Jeremy said, almost five years. And this format has been widely the same in that time. Yes. Like, we haven't changed that much. And we do have aspirations of getting more people to listen to this podcast. Um, and so to do that. We've, we've kind of figured out through conversation. We don't want to get rid of the planners podcast or the, or the, the brand, a play on nerds. It was a great inspiration that came from uh, a wedding, your brother's wedding. That's true. Um, true. (laughs) But uh, we want to try to branch out and change what we're doing a little bit to try to uh, interest more people in a way that makes it so it's not alienating to anyone, but also can kind of, uh, break it into more parts i'm not explaining this very well <laughs> no you're you're doing very poorly i'm let using man, i'm using manager speak basically <laughs> all right so mom and dad aren't mad yeah it's not, not your fault and we're still gonna be here for you it's just gonna be different okay yes different in a lot of fun but, ways but your birthday's coming up and that's exciting <laughs> and we're gonna go down to the lake this summer right right bud yeah bud it's gonna be great we're gonna fish it's gonna be great yeah but right now i just i need you to be brave okay so the is idea that is this better or not? so better the idea is that we have we try to evaluate what what steve and i enjoy doing because what's important about podcasting is that you actually are passionate and enjoy about what you're talking about um and pull out of what we've done the podcast before 
and make that. And, and then we cross-reference that with what we looked at views and stats and stuff. And we cross-reference the stuff we like with the stuff that you guys seem to like listening to. Exactly. And then we came to a few kind of specific points. And so we're going to do some new show types that are based off of the, the specific things that we think you guys are digging and play to, to what Jarman and I like to do, too. Yeah. And so basically we're going to have at the, this current time three new shows that will be right. on the same podcast feed. You don't need to subscribe to anything else. You can stay exactly where you are. Uh, That's right. No buttons, you lazy bastards. Right. And the main show, <laughs> A Play on Nerds, may come back occasionally. Uh, but the three new shows will be on the feed. The A Play on Nerds podcast feed will be. I want you to say them because you came up with these beautiful names for these shows. And you can say the so names I, without any explanation first. <laughs> uh, all right. So the, the three names, the first one is going to be called Real Opposition. Mm-hmm. And that's real spelled R-E-E-L, like a film reel. The next one is Muppet Trek. And the third one is Grilled to Perfection. So beautiful. That's right. <laughs> so we'll start off with Real Opposition. Real Opposition, what are we expecting from this show, Steve? So... What Jarman and I, I think we're at our best is when we are talking about terrible movies. <laughs> and I know two white guys in their thirties talking about terrible movies. Not that yep, original. We know, we know we're original, uh, <laughs> but the way we're going to go at it is that Jarman in our entire time we know each other has always been what I refer to as a film optimist. Yes. Where he really looks for the good in movies, even when they're just awful. And him and I have gotten into debates where he defends just terrible, terrible movies. <laughs> and you always want to um, burn them. That's right. I want them to go away because they're terrible and they should feel fire. bad about what they are. Um, so we've decided that uh, Jarman is going to have to defend the movie that we choose. And I'm going to have to just destroy it and pick it apart. And then at the end, we are going to pitch a sequel to that movie. Yes, and this will be whether it has a sequel already or not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make our own sequel. So if it's Leprechaun, we're going to make Leprechaun two of our own we're making. The Leprechauner. <laughs> <laughs> and this segment at the end will not just be us talking about what the sequel will be. We will become the sequel. We're going to produce the sequel to these terrible movies. In- Jarman is going to produce. <laughs> well, no, we are because we'll both be acting in this scene. Oh, that's true. I was thinking about in the real word of producer. Well, true, true, true. <laughs> but there'll be music, sound effects, production. It'll be interesting in that regard. It's going to be different than your average podcast will hear about talking about bad movies because we have our own unique take on it because we are skilled improvers, actors. And Steve's making me a better improver because he's a professional improver. I just hope Jarman doesn't go insane editing. <laughs> I love editing. It's fun. I, I hope you do, because I got a feeling you're in for it. <laughs> well, I am going to be in for it. So the second show. Mostly I, to remove all the cursing. More yes. than anything. So the second show we'll be producing on the Play on Nerds feed will be Muppet Trek. And so we found that people really enjoyed our Star Trek and Muppet episodes, where we reviewed every film from the Star Trek and Muppet um, franchises. Because those are our two favorite. Um, yeah, uh, there are passion brands, projects. Our passions. So what we're going to do start off with is might move on from there. But is uh, each episode will have one episode of Star Trek, one episode of The Muppet Show uh, reviewed in that 
in that episode. And, and we'll compare, contrast, find similarities. Sure. Maybe figure out which Star Trek character would replay one of the characters in the Muppets and which Muppet could replace one of the Star Trek characters. It's going to be real good. Yeah, we'll still find like a, some kind of format to the show. It'll, it'll grow as we, we grow with it. Um, but we kind of found out that the original series of Star Trek mixed with the animated series equal to almost exactly the amount of Muppet Show episodes. So it'll kind of take you through the original series, through the animated series of Star Trek, and all of the Muppet Show. Um, And we'll try to find ways for you guys to watch both those things, um, whether it be CBS All Access or Netflix for Star Trek, and we're going to find somewhere that has the Muppet Show. It has to be somewhere. Maybe. We'll try. We'll try our darndest. Uh, And the third show, Steve. See, a Muppet Trek. Muppet Trek. And it's going to be great. Third one is, is grilled to perfection, uh, where we are going to be doing uh, some interviews with our own special twist. Uh, one of us is going to be asking great thought provoking interview questions. And immediately once they are finished answering, the other one is follow up with terrible, heinous, weird questions. <laughs> they could be some would you rather questions. They could be uh, really inappropriate questions. They could be really overly personal questions. And then we're looking to keep our guests on their toes. Yeah. And once they're grilled with that question, they'll be immediately followed up with a, a, a good question about their content. A deep. And the idea is to bring on guests who are also creating content like we are. So other podcasters, other YouTubers, uh, people putting their um, their critiques and creativity out there to the world. We want to bring them onto our podcast and talk to them about it and grill them to perfection. That's right. Grilled to perfection. I'm just <laughs> proud of all these names. They're, they're great names, Steve. <laughs> How the fuck you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man, my brain goes. I've got little tricks and stuff I can teach you. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, we're excited for whatever comes next. I just think I, you know, I'm kind of a German. We've just been doing this a long time. Yeah. We want to keep it fresh and we still want to keep in contact and you can probably count on each of these episodes coming out at different times, but we'll still probably give a little bit of an update on what we're doing and our lives and still keeping it personal between the two of us, but also, you know, just keeping it also with shorter episodes. So probably like 30 to 40, um, Muppet Trek might be a little bit longer yeah. because we're reviewing two we're shows. We're to keep it consumable for y'all. Right. And uh, also just doable for us. And uh, we'll bring you lots of new people with Girl to Perfection, uh, people you can be following as well, and just keep things interesting. And uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. I hope you guys will come along for the ride. Yeah. And it's not your fault. We love you still. <laughs> it's mommy We and wish daddy. you'd talk to us, but otherwise, you know. No complaints. We wish you'd stay off your phone and just, you know, occasionally. Yeah, just look at us for once. Be present at dinner. Can we have dinner as a family for <laughs> once? For once. Without, without the texting machine. I raised you. I bought that phone. Can you leave that phone in your room? Please. God. So like that. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> So yeah, and we welcome your feedback if you guys are interested in these ideas. Uh what show that are you most excited about? Dumb. Just tell us. Yeah. Let us know. What show are you most excited about? What show are you saying uh that seems a little weird? Uh what what advice do you have? Uh we 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 love you uh listeners and especially our devoted listeners have been around for a long time. So thanks for listening and we're going to keep going with different stuff. It's going to be great. And I think occasionally like for, all, for all we know one of these will grow popular immensely and we'll just drop the other ones. Possibly. <laughs> 
That's and, right. And then we're, then we'll be millionaires. And occasionally we might come back with the, the original play on nerds t- format. We might just jump in occasionally and decide to do that if we feel like it. Um, Man. yeah, just, it's just in case uh, it's still around. It's not gone. We're just changing. We're evolving. It's just forgotten. It's just no? forgotten. <laughs> not after 134 episodes. It better not be forgotten. No, that's right. Yeah. We've got, <laughs> I can't believe we've made that much content. That's oh, insane. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. All right. Well, we hope you stick with it with us. We'll keep being your nerdy co-host as long as you keep being our audience. But we're not signing off just yet. We're not signing off, but just, that's still true. But we have a regular episode to finish. So you have another segment for us, Steve. I do. And the title of this game is Working Title. <laughs> you can see why we had these names things going on, because we've been thinking of these names for these shows for a while now. So we appreciate it. Uh, so, uh there are many shows that you love, adore, and know well that had working titles up until, in some cases, right before the show aired. Uh, in this case, I'm going to give Jarman the working title of some television shows that he probably knows and some of them he probably loves. And he's got to guess hmm. what show the work that it was a working title for. All right. All right. Teenage Wasteland. Oh, um, Beverly Hills, I 210. No, that 70s show. Oh, gotcha. Lenny, Penny, and Kenny. Uh, Big Bang Theory. That is correct. <laughs> Only because I knew that some of those names, they changed a little bit, but that's not familiar. Uh, six of one. Six of one. Friends? That is correct. Whoa, I just guessed. That's right. All right. Jerks. Jerks. Okay. Jerks. Uh, two guys, a girl, and a pizza place? No, it's always <laughs> sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that makes sense. They are jerks in that show. Uh, all right. Life and Stuff. That's a terrible name for a show. Um, I'm glad they changed it. Other people agree. <laughs> Life and stuff. Life and stuff. Uh, Seinfeld. Uh, Roseanne. Oh. Okay. Seinfeld was originally called like the Seinfeld Chronicles or something. Oh, weird. It was weird. <laughs> All right. Nowhere. Nowhere. Lost. That is correct. Whoa. Totally guessed. <laughs> All right. This last one. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, I know that one. It's Saved by the Bell. That is correct. Yes, I did know that. <laughs> the original premise for the show was that uh, the teacher was going to stay the same and then have different students each season. But then when Zach Morris and Screech gained crazy popularity, they retooled the entire show. That's right. They were too good. That's right. <laughs> I think that takes us into some trailer reviews. Trailer reviews? Oh, that's not the right <laughs> trailer reviews. I can listen to it. Here to play on nerds, we've come up with an interesting uh, rating system for. <laughs> oh, throwback nostalgia. <laughs> uh, that was awful. Why did we ever do that? You won't hear that for a while. <laughs> no, it's gone. Um, all right. So, what trailers do we have this week, John? So this week we have two trailers. Not a lot going on right now because Oscar season. There's not a lot of nerdy stuff happening, but it's so serious. Uh. Yeah, but we have an interesting trailer, I think, for Fantasy Island. 
There is an elevator. In the elevator, you press the button to the floor with no name. Behind those doors, there's a life you always dreamt of. The plane, it's here. This weekend, you will be our guests. Here, anything and everything is possible. No service. It's not everything is possible. Good evening. I'm Mr. Rurik. Let me officially welcome you to Fantasy Island. how this all works. What if your fantasy involves a person from your life? Holograms, like Tupac. What if it's somebody who died? Tupac. So, what's your fantasy? Revenge on a childhood bully. Your life is about to change. I hope you're ready. That is a really good hologram. There is only one fantasy per guest. And you must see your fantasy through. It brought her back to life. No matter what. Oh my god. That's really her. Work. This is not what I meant. What the hell is this place? People die here. The island's twisting what we asked for. We weren't brought here to have our own fantasies. I want it. I got it. We were brought here to be a part of someone else. I got it. I want it. I got it. I'm your friend. I've always wanted to hear you say that. So, I actually never saw the original Fantasy Island TV show. Did you? I mean, I've probably seen an or two episodes in syndication, maybe. Wasn't it a comedy? I mean, not really. More like to a, my knowledge. More like a love boat kind of drama type of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Different people came and had different fantasies and the you know, cloaked in mystery and got to live out. Yeah. But it, was it wasn't like thing. a thriller horror of any kind. No. I the night I'm I, not even sure that's what this is with the cast it has. It has a lot of comedic cast. But it, it seems full on thriller horror. It seems I think that's a great idea as far as turning something that was comedic into something or lighthearted at least into a thriller horror i think that's ballsy at least yeah i just don't know i don't i'm interested it looks in seeing strange. it i'm not gonna see it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like good for you but i don't care about it <laughs> i like that michael pena is playing the um uh what's his face role god i can't think of yeah, his name now it's con oh yeah ricardo Montalban. ricardo Montalban. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Yeah, I'm so glad that Michael Pena is doing that. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, and then also Michael Rooker is billed on IMDb, but I didn't see him anywhere in the trailer. No, he must be a more secretive role for the plot. Yeah, murdering people. Yeah, just like um, Mary Poppins does. Yeah, legit. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give this one a Gary Busey shipwrecked on an island <laughs> he's like this is not my fantasy and then he has to hunt and kill a seagull in order to sustain himself that makes a lot of sense it's gamey <laughs> that seagull <laughs> yeah so shipwreck stranded gary Busey. so i'm a little above that with this uh 
this <laughs> thing. I'll, I'll say not above that, but as far as like my review is is better than that. I will say <laughs> what, what? You just keep phrasing it. it it's it's like, no, 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 my opinion's better. Uh, no, better of this film, not of your opinion. Um, <laughs> there we go. Yes, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> so it's basically this previous playing Raul Julia is okay. walking by a, uh, a in a Best Buy. He's walking by the TVs and this previous playing, and he turns his head and goes, "Huh, huh, all right." And then Raul Julia he, keeps walking. Is he there to get a TV? No, he's there just to look at the stuff there. What 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 technology will impress me right now? And nothing does because it, oh, so Raul he's just Julia. is he just burning time? He's burning time, like wives across the way in Macy's or something. Yeah, his three wives are hanging out, uh, getting yogurt. Is three wives. <laughs> He's Raul Julia, so of course. This is polyg- polygamist Raul Julia. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's absolutely. Okay, I mean, it's and so, like, he sees this playing on the TV. Here's, like, the guy say, Welcome to Fantasy Island. He's like, What? Oh, okay. They're making a, they're making a okay. thing of that. Okay. That went off years ago. <laughs> Weird. Very strange. They're playing this film. <laughs> so, yes, uh, that's, that's my review of. Okay. Fantasy just burning time. Yeah. Raul Julia. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. So our next film is from Pixar. Uh, it's a teaser trailer of Soul. What would you want to be known for on Earth? We only have a short time on this planet. You want to become the person that you were born to be? Don't waste your time on all the junk of life. What am I doing? Spend your precious hours doing what will bring out the real you. Passionate you that's ready to contribute something meaningful into this world. I got the gig. I really need a haircut today, man. Can you fit me in? Whoa, whoa, sorry. for doing this funny cowboy dance. Great. So, uh, what do you think? Um, I mean, you're right. It's teaser. It doesn't show much. It gives you a little bit of an idea of the style of the animation. It's going to have good music. And just like most Pixar things, it's going to punch me right in the cry muscle. Of I'm course. sure. <laughs> And it seems like it's basically about, if you can't see the trailer as we were listening to it, uh, a guy who, I guess, is a musician, and he falls into a manhole. He's finally going to have some success, and then he falls into a manhole right at that moment uh, and, and dies and becomes a soul, a little blue, cute soul thing with a, with a hat. And uh, he's talking to other souls, and they're talking about what they want to be remembered for. Um, so, yeah, people dying, just like... Coco and up and yeah, all it. these it seems movies. Like it's gonna it's gonna follow the themes of Coco. Just death. It seems always death yeah, and Pixar children. Pixar really knows how to throw a party. <laughs> Thanks, Pixar. Make us weep again. That's right. This so I'm gonna give this a uh, I'm gonna give this a Raul Julia. Mm. Uh, deciding to watch uh, like Inside Out, like the ninety third <laughs> time. Oh wow. 
And his three wives are really sick of it because they don't want to watch it anymore. He's <laughs> like, no, darlings, it's excellent. This uh, is the best to way to spend it. a and Saturday. And, he, and I imagine that in this scenario, he is also wearing choo-choo train jammies. <laughs> of course. like But like a onesie that zips from the foot up all the way to the neck. <laughs> with footies. With footies. So choo-choo train jammy Raul Julia with his three wives forcing them to watch Inside Out for the 93rd time. Um, I'm going to give this, uh, two Gary Busey's crying their eyes out while a Raul Julia passes by and like, and says, what did you expect? What did you expect? And he keeps walking. I rip my heart out every time. <laughs> I always forget that I'm in for this. Hold me other Gary. <laughs> it hurts to cry. Cause I bleed tears of blood. <laughs> <laughs> It's all the methamphetamines. Yep. It is. Yep. It is. Uh, all right. Well, oh, good, shit. Uh, trailer reviews. <laughs> Play it again, Sam. <laughs> Some radical recommends. I recommend. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. What do you recommend I do? I recommend Pleasant. So nobody needs me to recommend this because everyone's watching it and it's just redundant. Let's just a, talk about it. I'm going to do it anyway. It's The Mandalorian. Sure. Oh my god, the Mandalorian. It's so fucking good. Oh, I can't. I can't. I just so so A, let's just say spoilers so we can talk about it. Sure. So and, and, do we have that sound effect? Oh, oh, I think we do. I just want to make sure that we hear it at least. Spoilers. Spoilers. That's for you, baby. Spoilers. Dedicated so, to my wife. Absolutely. The third episode's coming out kind of as we speak, um, but we've only seen the first two episodes. Yes. Yes. Uh, so spoilers. Uh, so there's a little baby Yoda that the internet has deemed baby yo-yo. <laughs> we've only had him for two episodes, and I would already kill off every other Star Wars character that has ever been created to protect him. It, it's insane. Um I watched the second episode tonight with uh, uh, four other people, and we were all like in tears just because he was on the screen, like weeping from the cuteness. Yeah. Weeping um, from the cuteness. If, like, I would support an episode where Chewie is, is like whipped to death <laughs> and then strung up and skinned. <laughs> oh my God. As long as, as long as they left baby Yo Yo alone. He's so fucking adorable. But if they if they made Baby Yo Yo cry, I would kill off every character. And and I was I was like kind of like grossed out by him eating a frog, and then just didn't care because I'm like, you deserve that frog. You deserve it. As far as I'm concerned, Baby Yo Yo is the new Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like as far as I'm concerned, Baby Yo Yo can replace every character I've ever loved. So basically, Mandalorian is purely worth it. For a lot of reasons. I mean, the Nick, rest of the show is totally worth it, but baby, yo, yo. Yeah, you have um, <laughs> Nick Nolte playing a wonderful part. I have spoken. Uh, it's so good. Um, you have, I'm forgetting. Cameos by Horatio Sands in the first episode. Uh, Carl Weathers does um, a good job. Brian Werner Posehn. Herzog, who admits that he has never seen a single Star Wars film. I am Anthony Herzog. I do not like Star Wars, but I love this show. I love Baby uh, Yo-Yo. <laughs> of course, 
uh, rumors and speculation flying wildly. I'm excited to see how it resolves. Um, yeah, it's Favreau it's got it right. And uh, also, a great story that came out is that everyone was pissed when they saw Baby Yoda, as they were calling it originally. Uh, where is the merchandise? We want to buy Baby Yoda now. Yesterday, we want to buy Baby Yoda. And what happened was that John Favreau has enough clout because of his making the entire Marvel Universe happen. Um, he's the producer on the show, said, no, no toys will be even produced or even even concept art sent to toy producers because it always gets leaked. And so he, he said, after the show comes out, then we will give things to, to toy lines to make toys for Baby Yoda. But it's not going to happen because it will get leaked. And I want that to be a surprise for the first episode. And so he had enough clout to stand up to Disney and say that, which is pretty damn impressive. Wow. Well, apparently, according to current rumors, uh, he, Jean Favreau, is going to play a much larger role in the upcoming Star Wars expansion. That's good. And he might be the new uh, Kevin Feige, but for Star Wars. Because they had Kathleen Kennedy going forward, and she was, she's and good. She's still an executive producer. Yeah. Uh, but I think Favreau. Between the live action stuff that he's done for them, he's really earned their trust. Right. And she, I think she's been good for the business part of it, but not very good for the creative part of it because she kind of did some false starts and stuff. So I think Favreau is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But I'm excited for more. Yeah. Me more too. Mandalorian. It's freaking wonderful. Huge budget. It's great. Just great. So that's our radical recommend. Check out Mandalorian. And let's talk over this music. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, what is this? Uh, it's weird. Uh, music string. Uh, <laughs> so uh, our thank you section, we have a friend of ours who we've known for, you know, what is it, 15 years now or something? Uh, yeah. Uh, Jordan, who we knew from high school. He sent us J-ho. a J-ho. 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 Uh, sent us a message pretending like we wouldn't remember who he was like of course yeah I love oh my god what the hell I, yeah so <laughs> hey J-Ho you like playing coy like I don't know if you could possibly remember me it's not like we spent hours and hours and hours together at any point yeah oh that's right we spent hours and hours and hours <laughs> together not only in chorus but also playing hours of Halo all chorus, the time Park singers Halo mm-hmm. we all kind of bummed around with that crew of uh, Eric and uh, your older brother, uh, David Holland, uh, who David. I who I co-starred in with uh, in as Curly in Oklahoma. He played Judd. That's right. Poor Judd is dead. Yeah, we did that whole thing together. And uh, so he sent us an email. It was lovely email because he's been listening lovely to the show. Lovely long email. Yes. And so the last part of it, he says this. I'd like to contribute a question to this for the show. My wife of five years has very slowly and very reluctantly been embracing some nerd culture. She had never seen Star Wars before we met and indulged me in a full-day marathon of the trilogy. The the originals, of course, he says. Uh, She even occasionally entertains my love of board games with some good old-fashioned tabletop fun. While she loves me dearly and would likely accommodate my nerdy side for all eternity, I'd really love to find something nerdy that she would equally enjoy, and I just don't think I've always hit the right notes, so to speak. What are your recommendations for some easy entry gimmies to the nerddom that one can share with their significant other? And dumper cannot be the answer as I'm rather committed to this one. <laughs> so what's your first answer, Steve? All right. So as the old Mary guy here, I'm going to give you this just this dumper. <laughs> just do it. No, I'm just kidding. Keeper. 
I'm sure she's great. <laughs> um, so honestly, here, here's my advice is that, um, your, your wife is already a nerd about something. Sure. I guarantee it. She has that thing that she's super into whatever it is, you know, for my wife, she does coding and she loves crime drama stuff and she loves true crime. Uh, and she's already a nerd for all these things. So first off, identify something that your, your wife is already a nerd about and then find tangents mm. over to nerdy stuff. Does your wife like political dramas? Great. Check out Battlestar Galactica. Ah, uh, yes. Find, find entryways into things that are similar, but in the more nerdy realm. Right. But you have to find what that initial thing is. Like, does your wife like watching um, fashion or like makeup shows and that kind of like that, that kind of stuff. If she's already a nerd for that, maybe you guys check out face off. Yeah. Special effects, sci-fi special effects, makeup and people creating characters and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, whatever she is into, she's already a nerd about something. You identify what that is and then you just tangent until you find something that works. Yeah. And like even, uh, uh someone else I dated in the past, <laughs> uh, love Korean dramas randomly. Uh, and then you make him watch um, Legend of Korra or Avatar The Last Airbender. And it's like it has that feel of those kind of things, but it goes into a nerdy situation. But there's a lot of romance in those shows. And also, if it's board gaming, you said you're has, you've had some luck with that. But I've, I've heard many times over, you might have already heard this, Jordan, but like the gateway drug to uh, tabletop games is Settlers of Catan. So if you want your partner to be more into complicated board games, Settlers of Catan is difficult at first, but much less complicated than other games you could throw them into. And it gets them into that idea of board games having more complexity than Monopoly or something and still being a lot of fun and fun. Yeah, great to play. And it gets them used to that idea of, oh, we can think about more rules than let's roll the dice, you know. Um, But yeah, and I think Valstar is a great thing you said, Steve, because so many non-nerds that I've known have watched Battlestar and been completely obsessed. And it, it does get them into other shows. So it, it's it's really well done. And they're redoing it, apparently, for some reason. I don't know why. But, yeah. But, yeah. So I'd say find something that she already nerds out about and find some equivalent in on the, you know, the sci-fi fantasy side of the equation. Or uh, guilt trips work too, where you can say, "I'll watch uh, CSI with you uh, if you watch episodes of Star Trek." That that kind of thing works as well. You know, I, I'm going to meet you halfway, sure. but uh, you got you got to try for me. But I think she's doing a good yeah, job I mean, already. It sounds like I'm she not is. overall like a big fan of true crime the way that Anna is, but because of her, I've ended up watching some really cool stuff like The Staircase and uh, um, what was the American one? American Vandal. Oh, I love American Mandel. Stuff I otherwise wouldn't have watched had I not watched because she's into it. Yeah, and I'm fortunate that my current partner, Jolie, she really enjoys a lot of nerdy stuff, but she's not watched a lot of Star Trek. But she also nerds out hardcore over like British dramas. Like She loves Downton Abbey. And so I never thought in a million years I'd watch Downton Abbey. But I said, hey, I will give Downton Abbey an honest try if you watch some Star Trek with me. And so that's what we're doing now. And I'm loving Downton Abbey and I'm hoping that she'll find she loves Star Trek. And it's like, you just have to tr- get out of your comfort zone. And I think that's, that's right. good advice for a lot of our listeners. If your partners are not really on your same page with the nerddom, I think they can get there. But yeah, we tried to answer the question, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Also have her read Ender's game. Oh, 
Steve had me do that when I was young, and it, it was it was great. It's just a great intro sci-fi book. Even though the author's problematic, but get past that. The author is very problematic, but <laughs> the stories are great. The story is great. None of it's in the story. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um. All right. Well, thanks for writing us, J-Ho. J-Ho. Oh, and to answer your question, whether we were poning you or you were poning us, you and I were both kind of in the middle pack of players. Yes. You, me, Eric, your brother. Um, we were in the middle pack below Owen and sort of the higher tier. Owen and Gary and Billy and those guys. Those guys rocked Halo back in the day. Those guys rocked hard. We were in that next tier. We were proficient. We I were was all the guy who was at the bottom of Halo some of the time. And then I had random games where I killed everybody. And it was just flukes. You were just on it. But then most of the games, I was pretty subpar. <laughs> yeah. so that, that's to answer your question. We were both kind of middle of the pack. We weren't really able to touch those high-ranking guys, though. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember some games, though, that J-Ho actually would just, like, wreck. So he had those cases, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, we all had all this time to practice. <laughs> Free time as children. Yes. Teenagers. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Well, that's uh, that's going to do it maybe for a little while. Yeah, we'll eventually have some kind of a play Nerds episode. I see that in our future, so, but it's different. Whatever now. it is, Muppet Trek, Real Opposition, Grilled to Perfection, we will keep on coming back and being your nerdy co-hosts as long as you guys keep on coming back and being our nerdy audience. One big thanks, Internet. Stay very nerdy, my friends. Thanks for listening to A Play on Nerds. Find all of this content and even more nerdy news, reviews, and fun at www.aplayonnerds.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so you know the exact second we release new podcasts, articles, and other nerdy content. We know you're impatient. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Buzzsprout, Podomatic, and whatever the hell else you use. Also, please leave us a rating and review on your chosen podcast platform so we can be discovered by even more nerds like yourself. However you do it, check us out. And how. How?